Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. I am Andrew Hansen alongside Shane Caldwell. And it's Saturday, November 7th, 2020. And this is our primetime episode, getting ready for the Sunday night and Monday night games. And we've got a lot of stars in game one, Shane. An exciting situation here with New Orleans and Tampa Bay. Yeah, that's you, you, just this. I mean, when you look at Tampa Bay, it's just ridiculous. I mean, I know Antonio Brown's had his issues, but in terms of he's still historically one of the best wide receivers uh, really of all time. And you pair him with Chris Godwin coming back, who's a really good player, and Mike Evans. And then you throw in a Rob Gronkowski as another target and the running backs they have. Then you throw in the GOAT as their captain, as their quarterback there. So, yeah, it's, yeah that, that's just crazy. And you don't see – the New Orleans Saints, who is a really good football team, who they're getting healthy, you don't see them as uh, underdogs this this much in, in terms of the Vegas total being four-and-a-half-point underdogs here uh, against Tampa Bay. That tells you how loaded Tampa Bay is and how good they are right now. So, But in terms of the star power here, you got Michael Thomas likely to come back as well. I mean, look at the star power you have for in, in for between the running backs and quarterbacks, wide receivers. Just, this is just looking like a – awesome game so i think uh the the folks over at uh, nbc got the better of the deal here because uh the other game we're going to talk about the primetime slate is espn's game which is the new england patriots at the at the new york jets that game doesn't look quite as attractive that's probably an understatement as this uh sunday night game looks here <laughs> yeah seriously really interesting contrast between these two primetime games but uh what we're going to do of course is help you build lineups for the two game slate Got some nice big contests there to attack. And then hopefully this preview will help you build your showdown lineups as well. If you want our actual lineups for the primetime slate and the showdown slates, then we invite you to join us as a member, dfscoachtalk.com. Get a weekly, monthly membership, or you go with the winter special. Takes you all the way through the Super Bowl. And perhaps one of these teams here in the first game will be playing in that game in Tampa. Saints and uh, the Bucks certainly vying for that opportunity. Uh, so I'd love to have you as a member. Uh, what we do is we give out a full lineup on FanDuel, a cash lineup, a GPP lineup, and we give a core, uh, a core group of players to use on DraftKings for each slate. So I invite you to do that. Um, Hit the, uh, hit the subscribe button on YouTube, if you would, so you can uh, be notified of our other podcasts. We do six NFL shows per week, and we've already done shows for the main slate on Sunday by position. So check out our quarterbacks podcast, our running backs show, uh, and our wide receiver and tight end show to get you ready for the main slate. So hopefully you've done that. What we're doing with this show is we're trying to get you ultra prepared for a fun slate here, a fun weekend, so you can uh, hammer the main slate and then get after the the primetime slate here as well. So, uh, as we as we start to look more in depth at Game One, Shane, I want to thank our presenting sponsor, BetUS.com.pa, a wonderful place to go for your sports wagering and casino needs. And if you look at their line here for Game One, it is Tampa favored by four and a half at home. Over-under is 50. And just to compare it to game two here, uh, on Monday night, the Patriots are eight-and-a-half-point favorites on the road against the Jets with a total of only 42. So we're certainly looking for 
more scoring and more fantasy output in game one. Uh, and so we're going to start with you, Shane, to try to figure out where exactly to look in game one. And uh, as you mentioned, basically all the stars are out. Uh, Michael Thomas is going to be back in. S Emmanuel Sanders is going to be back in off the COVID list. Uh, and then we've get, we get to see the debut of Antonio Brown. Chris Godwin has been questionable with the finger, but we do think he's going to play. So Brady should have all of his weapons. And man, this one is going to be fun. Yeah, and I think that if you think New Orleans is going to be down in this game, then uh, Alvin Kamara is, you know, their star running back who's great in the passing game. If you're going to be able to get some running back production, it's hard just to pound it up the middle, but Kamara could be, is going to be heavily involved in the passing game here, and he's obviously the most explosive running back they have, one of the best in the game. So Alvin Kamara is in play. Of course, the only problem, depending on which slate you're looking at, you know, the two games late, he's pretty expensive. So your lineup construction is going to be tough if you're trying to jam in, uh, you know, Tom Brady and you're trying to jam in all these top wide receivers. It's going to get a little bit tight there. So that decisions are going to have to be made. But I think Alvin Kamara is a priority because he does a little bit of everything. And Tampa Bay is tough against the run, but New Orleans has pretty good run blocking. So I think Kamara can still get some rushing yards and he's going to have a ton of work in the passing game, even though Michael Thomas likely is back. Uh, and that leads me back to Michael Thomas. We haven't seen Michael Thomas in a while. You know, he was a superstar. He's looking like pretty much uh, almost undisputed number one wide receiver. Uh, and uh, all of a sudden he had, starts having all kinds of different issue injuries popping up and, you know, issues in the locker room and all kinds of different rumors. But you know what? I think he's back and hopefully he's got his act together. This is a game where he should be up. If he looks at the wide receivers and the guys on the other side, even though he's not matched up against them, I don't. I think he'll be motivated to prove that he is the best wide receiver in this particular game and still one of the best receivers out there. So I, I, I think he clicks right away. Now this is a really tough matchup for Michael Thomas. Those those uh, wide or those corners for Tampa Bay are legit. I mean, they're big, kind of lengthy, you know, more physical type receivers. They're not speed guys, so you would think they would match up good with Michael Thomas as that you know, short area, you know, slant type guy, you know, short uh, possession receiver type guy, because Michael Thomas isn't like a burner quick guy that gets you down the field. But Michael Thomas is physical enough and good as good a running as anyone out there. So he can still beat these guys. So I, I will be interested in playing Michael Thomas as long as he's active, obviously. And then it's just a matter of, you know, do you want to look at Drew Brees? He's been kind of up and down this year. But if he's got his main man, main man back, Michael Thomas, and he's going to pass to Kamara, and he's got Emmanuel Sanders back, you have to take a look at Drew Brees if you want to be a little bit different and not play Tom Brady here. Uh, so Drew, you have Drew Brees, and then you still have Jared Cook. You're not going to have a lot of tight ends that look good on this slate. So Jared Cook is still in play. Um, obviously, it'll be Jared Cook versus Gronk, you know, that, that type of debate, which one you want to play there. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, you could take a look at Emmanuel Sanders if he's going to come back here as well. So, I mean, pretty much all these guys are in play. It's just a matter of lineup construction, which Tampa Bay guys you're going to stack and which New Orleans guys you like here, because these guys are pretty much all in play. Um, but I would say if I had to choose one, I'm still going Elvin Kamara. But I, but again, I like Michael Thomas here as well. Yeah, I think I'm going to lean Kamara here and certainly not for what he might do on the ground as Tampa is just terrific in that department. I think it'll be through the air. I mean, he's just been incredible catching passes this year. And in that week one matchup against Tampa, 
He had 23 fantasy points on DraftKings, but it was mostly from his receptions. He caught five for 51, got in the end zone. So I think that'll be the way they'll get him involved again. You know, he won't get as many targets as he's been getting with Thomas and Sanders back in the lineup. So they'll kind of eat uh, eat into each other's production here a bit. And, you know, with this matchup, I am concerned with Michael Thomas. He's a great price on DraftKings for the primetime slate at 6900 uh, much cheaper than Camara. So, there, you know, that makes you stop and think a little bit. But I'll probably go Camara if I'm going to go to either one of those guys. But, you know, they are expensive here. And like you said, it really kind of takes away from the opportunity to get more exposure to that Tampa passing game on the other side, which which I like. So, um, you know, the, the other thing I'm looking at here is Jared Cook. Uh, he was much better in week one. Five for 80. Uh, he's been pretty solid this year. Great big target. Uh, Breeze really likes throwing to him. Uh, so I'll get some uh, Jared Cook for sure. Now, on that Tampa side, uh, talk to me about this passing game with with everybody back and all these stars. How do you think it might sort out? Yeah, I mean, it comes down to these matchups in the secondary. New Orleans uh, secondary has kind of struggled at times. Surprisingly, Marshawn Lattimore has been burned this year and hasn't been great. But I think Lattimore is starting to get healthy, starting to play a little bit better, and he's traditionally shut down Mike Evans. So that's going to be another one of the decisions here. Are you going to play Mike Evans? Um, He's looked pretty good. He's their main red zone target. He's looked good with Brady, but he doesn't necessarily get a ton of volume when, when Chris Godwin plays. So I don't really like the Marshawn Lattimore matchup, even though this year on paper it looks good historically. Uh, he's done really well against Mike Evans and pretty much shut him down. So I'll probably not have a lot of Mike Evans exposure, um, but I will take a look at Chris Godwin coming back from injury. Looks like he's fully healthy now. I don't know if he's going to have some type of brace on his, you know, what was it, his thumb or, you know, whatever. He had an injury there, but I think he'll be fine. He's been practicing in full. So I like Chris Godwin to play, and I like him in the slot mostly um, and lining up against Gardner Johnson, uh, the slot corner for uh, New Orleans here. So that's a great matchup. So they can really exploit that. So I think that they will get uh, – Godwin's going to get the most targets here and be the most productive. So I think Brady will look to him early and often. So I think Godwin's the guy here for me for Tampa Bay. And uh, I wouldn't be afraid to play in uh, Antonio Brown. I know he's really only going to get, like, what, two or three practices in – um, but Antonio Brown, I mean, this is going to, he's like a street baller. He just like walks on the field and him he Tom Brady already likes him. I don't know, you know, for whatever reason, Tom Brady just loves Antonio Brown. <laughs> you know, he's, I think he's like living in his guest room right now or something. Right. So, so Tom Brady, I think we'll throw the ball to this guy and Antonio Brown, if there's one thing he can do, he can just get open. He's just so quick, his release off the line. And he's still one of the better receivers out there. We haven't seen him in a while. The guy has a lot of issues. But the bottom line is the guy is still a good football player. And he showed that last year with the Patriots when he had a cup of, you know, a cup of coffee with them that he can just go out there and produce. So even though he's going to have limited snaps, when they're out there, they will have designed plays for Antonio Brown. And you know Tom Brady's gonna gonna target him and he's probably gonna get open because just that's what Antonio Brown does. So so even though it's super high, really risky here in very limited practice time. I still like Antonio Brown in this game, which sounds crazy, but that's kind of where I'm at with it here. Um, and then we can look to Gronk. He's looked great lately as well. He's in a good matchup. New Orleans struggles against the tight end. And obviously you don't have very many tight ends to choose from. So you can get, look, get some exposure to Gronk here. 
And then it's going to come down to Tampa Bay's running backs. Ronald Jones has looked pretty good in games where they've gotten up. So you would think they would run the ball. New Orleans is pretty tough against the run, though. So it makes me still like Leonard Fournette a little bit better because Leonard Fournette runs the ball good, and he's a lot better as a pass catcher here. So I like Leonard Fournette's role as he continues to get healthy and get more and more involved in this offense, and he's a really cheap price. So I, I still prefer Leonard Fournette here, even though I – Ronald Jones has looked good this year. I think Leonard Fournette is eating into his timeshare and getting more and more playing time here. So, I mean, this Tampa Bay offense is loaded, so you got to pick your spots where, where you think the production is going to go because it looks like they're going to score a ton of points. And just, I mean, they they just have superstars galore. So you got to choose the right ones. And like I said, I probably prefer Godwin here the best. Okay. Yeah, I see Godwin. I, I certainly prefer him over Evans. But I... I'm going to get some uh, decent exposure to Brown here. Um, like you said, he's just a baller. Uh, and he, it's not this new relationship where he's never played it down with, with Brady. You know, they had the the time in New England together. And he's been living with Tom Brady in both spots. So, you know, he's at least got that figured out, right? I mean, he's had all these issues, but he knows – why don't I kind of trail around the the goat and maybe even live with him? Uh, and you know, so have, are they have, playing catch in the backyard then? For, right yeah, there by the right there by the ocean and right Derek Jeter's mansion, just yep. playing catch all day. <laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah, that's what he's doing. So yep. um, you can't blame him. So I think they'll you know jump right in, and I think they'll they'll take advantage of the the fresh legs. And why not? You know if. If Godwin's limited at all with the finger issue, Evans in a tough matchup, uh, I think they go to Antonio Brown and uh, try to get some production from him. And then, yeah, like you mentioned, uh, great matchup for Gronk. Uh, New Orleans has given up six touchdowns to tight ends already, so you could add him to the mix. I also prefer uh, Fournette to Jones. So, yeah, we're pretty much aligned there. And bottom line, going to get a bunch of exposure to this one uh, as opposed to game two. So, before we get into game two, let's hear from our partners at betus.com.pa. Wake up, sports bettors. Sports are in high gear at betus.com, so put down the beer and make every sporting event more exciting by putting stakes on the line at BetUS. Earn bragging rights over your friends as you rake in the cash from each week's betting action. But don't settle for any other book. Choose America's favorite sports book with over 25 trusted years in the industry, BetUS. You need a sports book with integrity and longevity, but more importantly, you need a sports book that pays. BetUS has your game with action on football, baseball, basketball, MMA, golf, horse racing, and even esports. No other sports book welcomes newcomers like BetUS with their jaw dropping sign up bonuses. Sign up now with promo code COACHTALK for 125% sign up bonus up to two grand. The best in the biz. Now you have the best book in the business with the best DFS provider in the business, Coach Talk. Create your account to make point spread bets, futures bets, prop bets, entertainment bets, live bets, and more. No other sports book is as committed to their members as BetUS. Sign up now and get in on the winning side of the ball. Welcome back, and thank you to BetUS.com.pa for that offer. For our listeners, be sure to use that promo code COACHTALK all one word to get that 125% match on your first deposit. All right, Shane, game two here, not quite as exciting as game one. Again, looking at the betus.com.pa lines, it is uh, the Patriots minus eight and a half right now. 
uh, as we record this on Saturday, over under set at 42. And just imagine here if Tom Brady and the Buccaneers win on Sunday night, uh, Brady will kind of sit back on the couch and watch this Monday night game and <laughs> watch the Patriots and the, their mess of wide receivers compared to who he, uh, you know, the group that he was just throwing to. What a comparison. Yeah, Antonio Brown will be making the popcorn in the other room. You know, it'll be a, it'll be it'll be a date night for for them. Yeah. They can sit there and laugh at the Patriots here oh in, in the New York Jets. So yeah, yeah this is this is uh, looking like a, a nice little division rival here, and it doesn't look like a very competitive game. I think that's uh, one of the only teams where uh, New England, who doesn't look great either, can play and be huge favorites just because the New York Jets are looking like probably the worst team in the league here. So yeah, two and five. So if you could get some uh, showdown action, it might make the game a little more interesting. That's the only, you know, thing that I can say in terms of the bright spot is, you know, maybe you can get some good showdown lineups and have a couple guys out of this lineup for the primetime slate. It'll make it a little bit more watchable and bearable. Yeah. Um, you know, it, but with the, with the two game slate, of course, we have to get some exposure to this game. Uh, so, I mean, the Patriots defense is the leading candidate for me, um, you know, dealing with Darnold or Flacco, whoever plays. We, we think it's going to be Darnold. Um, but um, in the showdown slate, if you're going to play that or even in the two game slate, uh, let's look at the, the best option for these offenses. I think on the on the Patriots side, it is the passing attack. Jets are not good against the pass. The problem is that Cam Newton is a, a bit of a mess right now and, uh, you know, coughed up the game against Buffalo with that late fumble. Very unfortunate there. But good matchup on paper. The problem is, you know, Antonio Brown is not there. Uh, he's gone. Uh, Edelman's injured. You know, they've just got uh, this backup cast of characters. Jacoby Myers, I thought, actually looked pretty good against Buffalo. And Cam does have some chemistry with Demir Bird. So I think you could do worse in a in a two game slate than using one of those guys. Um, so I, I like Myers here as if, if you know, if I'm only going to play one guy from the Patriots passing attack, that's who I'd go with there. And then with the rushing attack, Sony Michelle is back and practicing. He's got the questionable tag right now because of that quad injury. Uh, but I, I'm still hoping that Damian Harris will get the lead. The problem is he's quite expensive, so you really have to strategize about if you want to get uh, you know that lead rusher for the Patriots. At least last week, you know he had that nice game against Buffalo, went over 100 yards. I didn't think he looked amazing. He was just sort of the, the guy in the role, you know, getting the volume. But he got it done, and I think that's all the the Patriots really need is, uh, you know, give us four and a half yards per carry and let's just get this, grind out this win and we'll go home happy. But um, th th those are my thoughts on the Patriots. Do you have any different perspective there? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I like Damian Harris. I would make him a priority in this game just because they're big favorites. The game script calls for it. And you just got to hope that Cam Newton doesn't vulture his touchdowns. But I think he's, he's going to be their goal line running back, you know, besides Cam Newton. Uh, so hopefully he uh, he hands the ball off instead of keeping it, basically, Cam right. Newton, to give it to Harris. But, yeah, I like Damian Harris. I think he looks pretty solid. He's a pretty physical 
You know, he's got good size. You know, he's pretty quick for his size. I, I, I like him as a running back, and I like the New England offensive line against this New York Jets front. They have a big run-blocking advantage here. So it's looking like a game where, you know, they're going to pass some, but I don't think they're going to really have to pass much um, because, I mean, the New England defense might score more points than the, than the offense. You know, who knows? But I, so I could see this be a running game. There's no reason to air it out much. So I like Damian Harris. I think just that's why he's priced up a little bit because of the game script and the situation. And it's still a pretty good matchup. I think they can definitely run on him. All right. Well, let's save the best for last or or maybe not with these <laughs> Jets. Uh, anybody you're looking at here on, on that side of the ball? I mean, you could look at LaMichael P. Ryan. Um, I know that Frank Gore, the ageless one, popped up on the injury report. He might just be resting, but it might be a legitimate actual injury. They don't have any reason to force play him. So LaMichael P. Ryan looks like the best running back on the Jets. I know that's not saying much, but he's pretty cheap. They also have a, a run blocking advantage against New England's front. New England's not really that great against the run either. So the Jets, they do want to run the ball, and occasionally their running backs look decent. So he might be able to get uh, some production on the on the ground game here. And then if the Jets can get back some of their wide receivers, Jamison Crowder's their best wide receiver. It's a brutal matchup. You know, don't get me wrong. New England is not a secondary you want to target. But Jamison Crowder, he's a, he's a, if he comes back from the injury, he's a good wide receiver, so he could produce a decent game. He's probably not going to be in a blow spot, but he's the type of guy that might be able to get you 50 yards and maybe a touchdown, and that's probably all you need here to set yourself apart to play a New York Jet. And you can also monitor Rashad Pyramid. He's supposed to be their top outside wide receiver. He's been out with a concussion. I think he's going to clear the concussion protocol. That's what it looks like to me. He's practicing in full, so he's on track to clear and he's only 3600 Like, if you're looking at the primetime DK pricing, he's cheap. So you could play Prashad Perriman and hope hope that he could uh, maybe hit a couple deep passes or, you know, hit, you know, some of those slants. You know, he's a good, talented wide receiver. Obviously, he's looked horrible this year. But if you're just, you know, you're scratching a claw and trying to find some good plays here for the Jets, and you got to take – I'll take their guys, their most talented guys. I know they're not a real talented team, but I'll take the best guys on their team and maybe play one of them and hope he does something. Yeah, I mean, you talk about hoping. you got to also hope that Sam Darnold doesn't see ghosts. Right? I know. He probably will. Yeah. <laughs> he probably will on yeah, Monday yeah. night. Oh, what a, what a tough situation for these Jets. Yeah. Uh, wouldn't really want to be a part of that. Uh, organization. I mean, the NFL surprised you every week, though, you know, so uh, you never know. The Jets could be competitive in this game because as bad as the Jets are, New England doesn't look great either. And if let's say a scenario comes back where Crowder and Pyramid are at least being competitive in 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 uh, Sam Darnold, you know, he might be able to move the ball a little bit. I'm just saying he might be able to. I don't know for sure. I'm just saying I could see that game playing out where the Jets get up for this game and, and are actually competitive and don't get blown out. So I'm saying there is that scenario in play here um, that the, the New, New England defense isn't like like they were last year where they just completely annihilated Sam Darnold. He might have a chance to try to move the ball a little bit. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> a lot, of, <laughs> lot of qualifiers there. No, yeah. it is. I have to put the qualifiers in. I'm just saying. So you're saying he has a chance. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Bottom line is, you know, we, we try to bring you the GPP perspective here. Uh, Shane certainly doing that. Um in my primary build, I am going to go with the Patriots defense, though, and uh, figure that they will uh, f- figure out a way to, you know, limit limit the Jets' output and control the clock, run the ball, and, uh, you know, prevent the Jets from having any 
any real fantasy output. So, um, you know, I, I'm going to try to fade the Jets as much as I can uh, and enjoy doing it. So uh, that's the breakdown for game two for us. Um, again, we invite you to join us as a member for our lineups for the primetime slate, as well as the individual showdown games on both FanDuel and DraftKings. Uh, looking forward to finalizing those lineups this weekend with you, Shane. And uh, on uh, YouTube, again, if you would hit that subscribe button, we'd certainly appreciate it. And then we'd also enjoy interacting with you on social media. You can find Shane on Twitter at DET Sports Shane. I'm at Language Olympic. The coach of DFS Coach Talk is available at J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. And you can find all of us at DFS Coach Talk. Shane, any final thoughts here on the primetime slate? I can't wait to watch New Orleans and Tampa Bay. And I can't wait to build those different game stacks. As This is going to be a fun one to watch for real life and for fantasy purposes. No doubt about it. Yep. And our charity of choice here, MambaOn3.org. M-A-M-B-A-O-N-T-H-R-E-E.org. And thank you again to our presenting sponsor, betus.com.pa. All right, Shane, terrific work. Uh, And um, on behalf of Shane and the rest of the DFS Coach Talk team, I'm Andrew Hansen. Thank you for joining us, and be sure to tune in next time as we look to crush it in DFS.